All right, welcome back to the three, two, one backlog podcast. Hi, guys. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. I'm definitely not buying a three foot HDMI cable on it at the moment. Using an expired credit card. Let's go. Three, two, one. Talking about Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker on GameCube, Nintendo GameCube. I kind of, so initially I kind of thought this was a launch title. I guess in Japan it came out like a little over a year after the GameCube came out. And they kind of rushed it out for holiday season uh, to try and get the sales out there. So it came out in America in 2003. I didn't know that. That was uh, I, I thought like Nintendo consoles came with... Like, they launched with a Zelda game. I thought that's just the way we did it. Well, that's definitely how the, that's definitely how the Switch did it. Yeah, I feel like... The, I mean, I guess it's a, such a big staple. You either got to pick Mario or Zelda, or, you know, you probably don't want to do both. Right. That would just be too good now, of Nintendo. Uh, uh, pretty consistently, Legend of Zelda has been fully off of my radar. Yeah, so have you ever played any other any other Zelda games? I played a, a whopping maybe 12 minutes of uh of the one on the switch okay so this was your like if, if you played this when it came out it would have been the only zelda game you ever played pretty much that's why I, i've uh uh what is what is the one that just came out on switch a couple of years ago uh i'm completely breath blanking. wild breath of the wild yeah that uh, i have now played wind the wind waker more than i played legend uh, uh i'm blanking so hard breath, breath of the wild <laughs> breath of the wild i have now played that more than breath of the wild and it was yeah, I, I got a, a maybe an hour or two into the Wind Waker um, before the controls did me in. How do you like? Wait, of wait, oh, of Wind Waker. Of Wind Waker. Okay, yeah, I played a little bit of uh, this is Breath of the Wild podcast. Welcome back, guys. <laughs> I played a little bit of Breath of the Wild. I grew up with I think Adventure of Link, which is Zelda two on Super Nintendo on Nintendo original the gold cartridge. I had that when I was a kid. It was the only only Zelda game I played for a really long time, and I think everybody hates that game, right? Because it's like a two D platformer mixed in, like it's like an open world, open map kind of game, like top down, the way like you know old RPGs are. But then when you go into a town or you go into a dungeon, it would be a two D side scrolling platformer. So I think people didn't really like that very much. I did, right. Akin to Shovel Knight, if you ever wrapped your hands around that, that game. That I also have not played, but I've heard about it. Basically, yeah, it's very similar to that. To that. It's a side-scrolling game, yeah. Um, so you never played any other Zelda games before? Okay. No, I have not. Okay, so you've played them all then. <laughs> I, I that That's kind of what I'm hearing, is that a lot of them are... Or, uh, all of them are kind of like the same... Loosely the same story over and over again. Yeah, I feel like somebody's gonna hate me for saying this, and probably I'm probably gonna get it wrong. My understanding is like all these mainline Zelda games are canon; they're in, just in different timelines. The bad guy Ganon is like locked away forever for all eternity, and he can escape or something like that and get out. 
and he gets out and has like different iterations of himself in the timeline that he gets out in and then like i guess uh, some happens to be a blonde-haired guy that becomes the hero all the time something like that yeah and when i was playing through uh the wind waker i i was actually kind of confused i didn't know if you were playing as link or not that i was noticing early on that whenever somebody addressed your character it was just like brother or hey you or like nobody nobody uh ever like initially addressed you as link like addressed you as link are you ever can can canonically called link yeah i i I don't know i i mean that's everybody knows right everybody knows it's link yeah but i i i mean even in in Breath of the Wild, which I'll I'll mention over and over again because it's the only other one I've played. Dude, if you're gonna play a Zelda game, you have to compare them to every other Zelda game. <laughs> Even in that one, I don't know if anyone ever mentions your name, but everybody knows that's who you are. I just yeah, I know. they know you're the hero. That's why, right? <laughs> right, right. So you've you've played you've played more uh, Zelda games. How would this one compare to the other ones you played? I think. Probably because I'm old, I think I prefer like the 2D, like 2D, 3D, whatever, like top down style games. It just feels to me like it's more of like the, the, I guess the way that I interpreted the creator to like want that game. I guess, you know, like they're very true to the original, like the, the, the original, I ended up, I ended up getting like the first Zelda game, um, when I was a kid. I ended up getting it, like, I think I bought it off of one of our neighbors or something, but I just feel like those types of games in general, like, they just feel more like, like an adventure to me, I guess. I don't know why. I guess being, I don't know. The, the the worlds don't feel as empty in general. Like, there's, you know, there's, like, this real sense of expanding adventure, whereas the way Zelda games, like, especially Wind Waker, man, it felt kind of empty. The boat, being in a boat a lot didn't bother yeah, me much, right, but... Right yeah, right when you get into the boat, it's like, okay, what the hell do I do now? Yeah, it's a very big game, but, like, you know, what... Like, you can tell it's an expansive game, but at the same time, like, is it expansive for the sake of it? And I guess there's some kind of something with the story where it's... The whole game is supposed to be flooded, so it's, like, another world, but, like, water happened. Yeah, there was a couple of the storylines I was trying to to really pay attention to playing it for the first time. They were playing pretty heavily into, like... Oh, and by the way, spoilers, because we might talk about some of the, the adventures on this, but... They, they they had like a, a gods aspect, like the gods were doing this, so there was problems yeah. with the gods and Oh yeah. One of the first ones you get to, there's like an angry wind god or something. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's it's affecting the world. So there could be something uh, underlying with with that. Yeah, you got his like butt butt stuck on a toilet basically. He's pooping <laughs> into a volcano. There it is. You heard it here first. Dude, there's so much. Okay, all right, let's get into it a little bit. We'll t- we'll s- okay. So, kind of starting from the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what did you you played you played the GameCube version, right? Yes. Okay, and so did I. I didn't want to get the. I didn't do the Wii U one. I have a Wii U, but I just um, just didn't really. Uh, I don't know. I guess I wanted to see how it played originally. I like the GameCube controller, so I wanted to to experience that. So you start out, and you're you're clearly going to be the hero of the story. You're like it's a, the classic sleepy hero, right? Exactly. <laughs> you're oversleeping your own adventure. Of course. And when I so when I first started playing it, I kind of thought that the like your little sister was was supposed to be Zelda, you know? Sure, so so 
But that's also, that would be kind of strange, because I'm pretty sure Link is, like, supposed, maybe romantically something. I don't think that, I don't uh, know, different timeline. Hey, yeah, pretty pretty quickly, it's like, hey, we're yeah. in my favorite spot, and then it's like, this is Errol's spot. So it's like, okay, maybe it's not, maybe it's not Zelda. <laughs> or not, yeah. not, yeah. Yeah. And then you go, you run around, you're just running around, basically, they give you, like, a, a solid 30 minutes of running around your home island to get nauseated by the camera. <laughs> oh lord that camera you encounter a kid with a runny nose yeah do you remember that kid i it was the one like right off the bridge yeah he's like right there and he just chases yeah. you down with his snotty nose that's weird man yeah i um i think i was still learning the controls and i fell off of those bridges so many times you slipped on his snot <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I i was going like red in the face trying to like deal with that inverted left and right which was the weirdest control choice yeah, I feel like if you, it's bold to, I don't understand that. I don't know, I mean, I guess we could have looked up why they would, like, maybe Miyamoto gave, like, a specific reason for that. I don't yeah. know, but to me, that was, it was un, unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's different from every single game I've ever even played. I know some games have it inverted vertically, but a horizontal, if, if anybody's yeah. played this game a long time ago, they probably forgot how atrocious that is. Like they don't, they don't know. Yeah, and and when with the net with the newer games, you can most games nowadays you can mess with the bindings a little bit. Yeah, to try and fix that, or they'll say, "Hey, do you want to invert?" And you can say, "No, that's dumb." Certain games it calls for like flying simulators, but that's about it. But yeah, it, going back and playing this this twenty year old game, we're recording this in twenty twenty three, twenty year old game is making me really appreciate some of the uh, advances we've made for, for gaming. Yeah. Uh, for, for sure. Yeah, I don't know. I wonder if they updated that in the Wii U version, the camera. That, that'd be an interesting thing to, to compare. It would definitely make it a little bit better, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's in the settings or something, but I didn't have the Wii U version to look. So. Right. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess that's a, like I said, back then, maybe the idea of cameras and stuff or they were still trying to figure it out because I know the N64 before that, they didn't really have like a camera, like a a secondary joystick or joypad. They kind of just had like the little arrow directional things for the camera, but I don't know. Right, right. More more directional pad than actual joystick. Yeah, so the camera sucks. Did you like the, you said, okay, so then you go through the island and they teach you how to fight because you have to go and get, save the girl that got dropped by a, a bird. Right. And I remember you had mentioned like the combat a little bit. Like I was that. I was surprised. Now, uh, we talked about this a little bit in our in our intro episode, but my retro gaming experience was was very lacking. So I never yeah. had a GameCube before. So I I made big jumps. So I was kind of surprised that a game from from two thousand three, yeah, in, in in the GameCube had so many options it wasn't just you know spam this button to swing your sword it was you can dodge you can you can hold different key bindings to attack in different ways um which was very surprising it's kind of funny because i wish i could piggyback on that and say like yeah but you did just swing the sword right (laughs) but true but but there were i like i wish i could say that but i know there were some enemies where you actually did have to do things differently. And like, I remember there's like a bridge. You could cut the bridge by doing the spin attack later on, but that, that kind of shows in the combat. Like you do actually utilize 
all the different things. When you do the spin attack, I think you attack and hold it down after you swipe or after you know after you swipe. Right, attack. and there was there were a couple spin. there yeah. were a couple puzzles that needed that. Yeah, one of the earlier yeah. uh, one of the earlier puzzles you go through one of the dungeons. There's this um, uh, it's like a, like a platform or a little cage structure that's held up by these three ropes, and you have to go in there and time it just yeah. right using that special attack to yep. cut all three or you fall off incorrectly and then have to start the whole dungeon over again. Yeah. And it was kind of so, cool. I'll say I, I, sorry, I, I do really like how they made you use that because if you didn't use it there, you might not remember and you'd probably go on longer and longer without using that. But that, uh, that attack does come in handy when you have enemies around you. But again, like if they didn't reinforce it, they reinforce it without having somebody like pulling at your ear, telling you don't forget the spin attack. Oh, for sure. Then you go into the forest and you get that the the girl that's definitely not Zelda. Yeah, and that was the, the that was that was uh, the second time after the sister where I'm like, okay, maybe this is Zelda because every they, girl is Zelda. Every every girl's got to be Zelda, right? Yeah. I mean, now Zelda's a pirate, and you know, but but no, it was this uh, little little youngin by the name of uh, Tetra, I think it was. Yeah, which is fun. I mean, you got it. Like, okay, so Tetra is like a four like what what is it's something right like a like a shape <laughs> yeah it's like a shape it's a fish actually no it's uh it is a shape i think but it means four it's like a four-sided triangle like the triforce I, there's clearly some connection there did you know that i did not know that yeah i didn't really so like the name when i i would i i was it's obviously Zelda, right? <laughs> um, and I was like trying to, I couldn't remember her name. And when I looked it up, I saw when I actually saw it was Tetra after I played some. And I was like, oh, that's got something to do with the Triforce or a triangle or something. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fish. <laughs> yep. Tetra fish. fish. That's why she's in the water. That, that's it. And see, this, this kind of goes into my lack of knowledge around all Zelda things. I know the Triforce is a thing. Yeah. Um, my, my wife has been a big fan of Zelda, so I, I've seen the symbol. I know what Majora's Mask is, which different game. I know about the Ocarina. She's got one of those over here somewhere. A, a past knowing what the symbol looks like, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it's for. Um, so it was definitely weird to come into this, seeing it without the pri prior knowledge of all the other games. Yeah. It was just like this weird thing, you know? I know all about it. I'm just not going to tell you because I definitely know what the Triforce is, but I I don't I don't want to discuss it. <laughs> I just I, everyone's going to have to trust me that I know exactly. I know it's so much more than three golden triangles arranged into one bigger triangle. Like I know for sure that it's got to be something more than that. But how many triangles would there be actually? Because it's one of those puzzles. It's one of those puzzles where, like, how many? Uh, how I keep seeing the, that on TikTok. Somebody will, like go live mm -hmm. and say, "How many triangles are here?" Like, come on, guys. Yeah, uh, I I don't have any idea what the try what it actually is. I think maybe the Master Sword is is affiliated with it. Like, maybe it's part of the pyramid scheme in order to acquire. If you get enough people working under you, they give you a Master Sword. This this is going to be the best uh, episode one of a podcast where the subject matter. The listeners going into it are going to know much more because everybody knows. Oh Zelda. yeah, dude, it's got it's got to be so infuriating to listen to us not knowing. Yeah. But hey, we no all idea. have to start somewhere, okay? Thirty-four <laughs> years old. This guy's playing. He's doubled his time playing any Zelda games. Yep. Oh, okay. Oh. So it it serves as the balance that weighs the three forces: power, wisdom, and courage. 
That's what the wiki says. That's what the wiki says. Okay, and that's clearly the best source of truth. Mm-hmm. And it grants his <laughs> grants mortals wishes. Okay, I don't want to. We're this isn't it. Please reference the gaming historian if you have any further questions. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, you get this girl, she sends you to go. Your sister got kidnapped because she looks just like Zelda? Yep, every every blonde uh, looks the same. And then you go in and it's Metal Gear Solid. Uh, to the T, right? Oh, that, 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 initial, uh, yeah. that initial dungeon, that, that, that infuriated me. I, I think I had to run through. That took me probably an hour to get through. It uh, was tough. I, I died it, so many times. Yeah, it was tough. Because you you would get caught and then thrown in the prison, or, or right, right. Yep. So I don't know what happened, but I I kept getting caught and it would put you like through this prison and you find your way out and stuff. And then I just took a break from it. I think I like went. I you know I had something to do. I came back to it again the next time I played, and it was so much easier. Like because you kind of know what's going on. But I snuck past the stuff, and I didn't ever get thrown in the. I don't think I ever got thrown in the prison. The game, it's just a lot easier if you don't go to if you don't go to jail, just like real life. <laughs> yeah, I I did it in one sitting, and yeah, it was okay. it was pain it was painful. Yeah, not as painful as the boat obstacles, right? No, that 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 dungeon. I because what what ended up doing me in a couple times kind of goes into like not fully understanding the controls there for those that haven't played the level there's there's these patrols in certain areas there's like these like bipedal pig looking dudes uh that are like guards they have a big glaive and a and a and a and a lantern that are like patrolling these areas and you have to like hide in these these barrels and walk through them but i was getting tripped up because if you moved too close or when they turned around if you were still moving a little bit they immediately saw you so it's kind of learning like how what limitations the game controls had yeah and then also not realizing that in previous sections you would aggro little easily killable like rats or bats or something and not knowing that they're still coming to get you getting pretty far into that area where you're stealthing doing well and then the rat comes and breaks your barrel and yeah yeah, boom there you are you're back in jail I only got ratted out one time, I think. It was weird because there was only, like, one section where I even saw a rat. I don't know if something triggered him or what. Yeah. Like, I only got I think ratted it was just out proximity. I think it was proximity aggro, to be yeah. honest with you. I was really worried. You know how they walk around the pig dudes and they, yep. like, sniff? Yep. I thought for sure that was, like, if they sniffed when they were close to you, they were going to sniff me out. Same. And I don't think I don't think that was a mechanic. They were really cool looking, though. I know I've played a couple other Zelda games, and there's like the pig enemies and stuff. I know that's like a it's a like a common theme. Mm-hmm. But I really like this iteration of them and how they walked around and like they they had like a more like a cool look to them instead of it just being like a fat boar. They actually had kind of a weird like body type and and stuff. I don't know. They reminded me loosely um of, of another the... game breath of the wild <laughs> <laughs> well no if they were in breath of the wild i didn't get that far but no um world of warcraft the mist of pandaria there was a sanctuary area okay and in that area it was very like asian themed and there were these like stone i forget what they were called but anyway they they, they had a very um a very similar look to those i need to look that up to me, they had a very similar look and style to that. 
but definitely the the Zelda ones had a more pig appearance. Yeah, I don't know. It just it, it was very, again very loosely. It just like a brief reminded me of them a little bit. I'm looking it up. It's called a Moblin, is what it's called. Which is that? Is that in Zelda or in WoW? That's in Zelda. Uh, I have I don't remember. I played Mist of Pandaria, but I never left the arena. <laughs> Moblin. I that's one thing I remember. Zelda has really strange names for all the enemies, like Moblin, and there's like doesn't matter. It's but yeah, I thought it was a cool looking enemy. I know it's you're gonna see it a lot playing through the game, but I I right. kind of thought it was neat. Well, it was a lot easier once you got your sword back and you could actually fight. Which which was the whole reason you were there is that you oh. your sword got knocked away, so you didn't get your you hadn't you didn't have your weapon. Yeah, dude, that was just as as a lot of this game had that was a plot point. <laughs> yeah, I and that was one of, that was one of the notes I really didn't like that they, and I get why they do it. It's so it's it's content to play through and all that, but it's like it, when when you, it was a it was the a portion of the game that was making you do a thing just for the sake of making you do it. There wasn't there was any, a lot of that. Yeah, it was like, like there was yeah. no consequence to what you're doing. It's just you're you're not and again that kind of speaks to like those older games. There was limit sizes on the cartridges and they could only do so much. I I get that. But there there was there was pieces of the game that felt like you just you were stuck. There's nothing you could do. Like, oh yeah. you know, in, in newer games, if you lose a thing, there might be multiple paths to get it because these games can adventure because of that. I felt I felt a sense of frustration. I wonder if I feel like it won't, but I wonder if the stealth mechanic of that ever comes back because it didn't in the following dungeon. You know. Yes. I like when they like when games introduce a, a mechanic and then you you use it again. I'm not a big fan of when it's like a one-off mechanic like that, like hiding in a cardboard box in Metal Gear Solid. It's the same, but at least in Metal Gear Solid, you can use it through the whole game. You know, it's also kind of a strange decision that to give you a sword, teach you how to use it. You have this, and then you never actually do really use it, and then they take the sword away from you for the next, depending on how bad you are at the game, the next hour or two. Yes. <laughs> kind of strange choice. But I guess maybe there's something cute about that, like maybe you're not as much of a hero as you think you are kind of thing. Like, you... And then Tetra gives you a cell phone. Very nice of her. Okay, so yeah, you you get the you get the you go you try you get try to retrieve your sister and then you just a bird throws you out instead of killing you or just eviscerating you like we all know birds do. It just throws you in the middle of the ocean and you have nothing going for you anymore. Yeah, and that that again kind of speaks in in my eyes, my opinion, that it was nothing you did really mattered there was no try to fight like like let you fight the bird and maybe if you lose right. it throws you out into the ocean it was just oh sorry the person you were here to find can't get them you're being chucked out to the ocean it had it now that, yeah go ahead it, it reminded me of the classic mario going through the dungeon fighting bowser princess should be there nope it's toad to tell you they're somewhere else sorry your princess is in another castle. yeah it's just the con- the constant like you 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 worked your butt off to get this whole level and then the payoff is saying sorry they were never here to begin with or or you know what i mean now what if what if i told you that there that you fight that bird later on you get to go back Ooh, and you fight the bird later on that, i didn't get that far right. but and sorry everybody but yeah <laughs> that's kind of cool that you have like you get introduced to it right a little bit and like you're probably very ill-equipped like you're i know you're gonna need that grappling hook because that's the yep. ideal choice 
a weapon for a bird. Of course. Which is a grappling hook, in my experience. But that's kind of cool. I do like that. Like, there's some, you know, you, you get introduced to a, a boss early on, and you know you're not capable of beating it. Because you, it just picked you up and eviscerated, I mean, threw you into the ocean. So that's that's kind of cool. And then you, you're going to come back. I, I did see that through some, a little bit of brief research, but... I don't know. Did you did you like that area like at all? How did you feel about just the general area that uh, like the stealth mechanics and stuff? Like once I got over ten out of ten. Once, yeah, for sure. Everybody add this to your backlog right away. Play it immediately. <laughs> no, um, once once you get past like the 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 learning curve of those uh, older controls, I think it became more enjoyable. Is it a perfect game in my opinion? No, but it's not terrible. But that's also coming yeah. from somebody who's now, you know, we're in the days of PS5s and um, and yeah. all this stuff. It's it's very hard to go back to some of these games. It ain't no God of War, right? <laughs> right. So there's there's definitely an asterisk there of like, what yeah. I would have definitely come at this game differently if I was playing it back in the early 2000s. Yeah, man. It's uh, I feel like if we could have played it back then, maybe it would have just kind of been mind-blowing. And I feel like we had the time to play it back oh, then, sure. too. Like, just really, the, it would just feel vast and amazing. But every, every game now is already so darn big, you know? Mm-hmm. Just, but yeah. <laughs> it, it was also a reminder of... Uh, again, back to like cartridge sizes and stuff. Like, there, there, we didn't see like real voice acting in any of these games for a while. So you get the you get the weird grunts and awkward mouth sounds just for the sake of having a sound in there. So there was definitely going back. It kind of reminded me of uh, of all those little silly things that you didn't really think about when you were you know a little teenager. So yeah, okay, I'll piggyback on that a little bit. That that what you just mentioned is like still very prevalent in like it never left Nintendo, man. It's like you know like Mario's like yelling wahoo as he jumps. Yeah, that is very. True. I'm not gonna. I don't want to get copyright strike <laughs> by doing that. Way too good. But it's that's very much like a staple of. And I never liked that very much. I get it. Like you don't want your character to be silent, but it's it's odd to me. As far as dialogue goes, I feel like this game hit really really hit the sweet spot on dialogue. If you think about older games where it was like there really wasn't a story mm-hmm. because it's just like there's so little dialogue that the adventures all like it, there's nothing right. to tell it to tell the story. And then you get a newer game where it's like you wake up, you know, six hours later and you're you're you fell asleep on a dialogue screen. Yeah. This game really nailed it with the sweet spot. And the dialogue was good. Like there was even some like little quips and kind of jokes and stuff like that. Like it was, I feel like they. Uh, this is top tier amount of dialogue and writing, really good for me. I don't know. Yeah, what do you think I on that. I did. I did notice it, and again, I because I didn't play those games back then. I guess I, I don't have a, a good frame of reference uh, outside of what we currently have. Yeah, well, that I mean, that's kind of what I was thinking of. Is yeah, just yeah, games in general. And now, now, and and my my initial comment was more on voices voice acting lack thereof but there was you are right there there was dialogue in text form yeah. so there there definitely is substance there it wasn't just lacking so there there definitely is um uh there definitely is dialogue there i i, I read through some of it i mean there are going to be I'll, I'll, i won't lie there are some that i kind of skipped over right. you know as as you do not really paying attention to it or if you're trying to get through the game or, or whatever it is but there there on the parts i did read through it was it, it was you know, it fit the scene it was in. Well, I think that's a common thing people complain about in games now, like especially in the Nintendo spectrum, is 
the dialogue is very heavy in them mm -hmm. and it takes you're playing a game you know i'm not right. i don't even know how to read i'll admit it <laughs> so just having a, a book in front of me is is really tough to to focus on and like and to enjoy right you know we're playing a game because i want to cut up pigs with a sword yeah one one game to tangent for a moment on on dialogue one game recent game that really the dialogue put me off was the pokemon arceus it just yeah pokemon games in general yeah the, the i i feel like they've gotten worse as they've gotten they've gone older but yeah. the arceus i i i remember there was a good like 30 minutes where i only got like two breaks of like a minute or two in between where it started another yeah. scene yeah so that that was little, you know one of the one of the few games that really frustrated me with, with dialogue, but but Wind Waker didn't have that. So it was there was text to read through, but it wasn't like slamming it you know down your throat. I agree fully with that. Can't I, I have a hard time getting through new games because of the dialogue. Yeah. So okay, so then you the the direct, the, the boat says, hey, uh, I just happen to I'm a I'm a late <laughs> model. I need to be retrofitted with a sail. <laughs> We're gonna take you to this little island, and you're gonna go buy a sail. How did that go for that, you? Oh man, I I I kid you not. I I set the controller down and just like had to take a minute. It was it was such a weird like. Okay, hey, we're we're going to save our sister that was just taken by a massive bird. We tried, we failed, got thrown, God knows where. And then oh hey, here's this this bright red dragon-headed talking boat that just happened to find me and it happened to be this dragon yeah boat. it's just like oh i'm this big i'm this ancient uh magical boat that can help you in all your troubles i just have just so happen to know all the problems you're having and i can help them but a crucial part of my my what my being i don't have a sale can you go get me one yeah it was just it was a really in my in all honesty it was a real weak introduction to a very it was a plot device uh, yeah it was like it's this very important yeah. piece of the game it's how you get all over this this uh this world is this boat so you're going to be using it for a while and the introduction to it was just like oh hey by the way I, i'm a i'm a boat i can help you it, it just it, it didn't land for me yeah, I agree. It felt like a lot of... I mean, maybe the game won't have that later on, but it did kind of feel like a lot of that. You go and you get this sale from... And that's another thing. You buy the sale, and the guy that you buy it from doesn't, doesn't even tell you what you're buying. Yeah. Right? I, it, I, and I was, like, early. really weirded out about that, because he's like, oh, I'll sell you that object that you want or something. Yeah, I, I went through, and I, I I could not figure out who I was supposed to buy it from. I think... Yeah. I I, I didn't look up many things for this. This was one yeah. of the first things I had to look up because I was genuinely confused on right. what I was supposed to do to the point where I think I tried buying something else. I won. Yeah. I couldn't afford it. And yeah. the one thing I happened to maybe afford, they're like, oh, no, you, you, you. it was some reason I couldn't buy it. I can't remember the specifics. But it was like the game telling me that, like, oh, no, you can't use your money on that. You have to go buy this other thing. But it wouldn't, yeah. it wouldn't direct me to where I was supposed to go. Strange choice in a game to the first thing you have to buy is a required item that takes up all of the money you have. Right. Weird. I don't know. Strange. Yeah. Did you meet the old man with the pots to get your money on the island? I remember going into a room that had pots and I started breaking them and somebody and yelled at like, me. he's like, yo, hey, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, buddy. Yeah. So then I left. Okay. <laughs> but you never, you didn't actually go, you didn't go talk to them? No, to no. That guy? I didn't know you could get to him. Dude, this guy's a real... This guy's a real jerk, okay? 
you go in there, he says, like, hey, okay, you break pots, it's Zelda. That's what you do, right? That's the whole point of the game is breaking pots. You go to this old guy, and you, you actually go, you can enter the upstairs of his house, and you talk to him, and he's like, oh, like, like poor me, my daughter's been abducted by a giant bird because she looks like Zelda, probably. And he sh he's like, you know, like, can you please help me? Can you rescue her for me? Sure, I'm the hero of the game. I break pots. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, I'll help you, buddy. So you agree to help him. And he's like, <laughs> this guy's a jerk, dude. He says, go break some pots downstairs and get some money. And I'll put some, some uh, rupees in the pots for you. So you can have money to go buy your stupid sail for your dragon boat. You go down there and what do you do? You Like, you break the pots, right? Yeah. So you get your money, and you're like, yeah, I got enough money to buy this sale. And he's like, whoa, you broke a lot of pots. I'm going to charge you for each one that you broke. You broke 10 or whatever. So then he takes money away from you. What? This guy, and like, this is right after you agree. If I meet this guy's daughter, I'm going to let her, I'm leaving her on that island. <laughs> she can rot. That bloodline's done. Because <laughs> she's going to turn out just like him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Probably. So I don't know. I thought that was ridiculous, but I, it's kind of funny. But it's also like, like I again, I bet you that's not going to come up again. Like you're probably not going to get in trouble for breaking another pot for the rest of the game ever. And may, maybe it was their attempt at like a fourth wall break of like Zelda's always about breaking pots. You know, maybe they were trying to make light of it, and it just didn't. Maybe it fell flat. I don't know. Yeah. I just I didn't. Yeah, that guy's a real jerk. A real jerk. Okay, so you get this, you, you buy that that object that we can't name, <laughs> and you get this thing, and then you go sailing, right? Yeah. Did you do you have any issues finding the, uh, the island? The sailing mechanics are fine. You know, it's just it's basically yeah, walking. They were, yeah. But what confused me is I think it gives you <laughs> it it, I think it gives you a a wind direction marker. And I, okay. I thought that was the quest marker of where I'm supposed to go. So I just started sailing into the into nothing. Yeah. You know, just having a good old time. Did you see anything? I saw a couple like, you know, floating crates where you can like, you know, get, get Oh yeah, here. I did see I remember seeing that. Yeah. I found a little island that I, I hopped off on and I think I was I don't know, there's probably a crate or something on it. And then another boat went by with like a bunch of people like paddling. So I I jumped off and then started talking to them and it just happened to be uh, a, a set of NPCs that give you a map. Yeah, I don't know if I got lucky and just happened to find the ones that do that, or if it just knows you don't have a map and then keeps giving you opportunities to get the map. So it was a little weird. I'm not there. even sure if I remember that. I don't know if I got a map or not. I remember finding a box and getting it. It was definitely a... It, how I interpreted it was, I just happened to randomly come across this boat. of like yeah. It was like a leader dude... And maybe like six or seven dudes that were like rowing or something. Oh wow! And like, I didn't see it. They're of like, that. "Oh hey, if you're new to the seas, you should take this map." And then like, boom! And then you get the map, and then he turns around and puts his hand in the sky. He's like, "You got a map!" And they do this that weird little animation of you getting. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah. I, Every dude. Yeah, I know. Dude, like, and it's a Zelda thing. Yeah, I I, I wasn't. I don't know. Maybe if I was twelve at the time of playing it, it'd be a little fun, but. If you are listening to this podcast and that is your ringtone for a text message or something, you are going to hate me for this. <laughs> yeah, so, okay, so it was, I guess I did have a map. It didn't show anything, but it showed, like, the location that I needed to get. It was, like, squares. Yes. So I went there, yeah. Uh, I hated, I didn't like the bird people's faces. 
Yeah, there. I, I think I sent you a picture while I was playing through yep. of uh, yeah. he reminded me of like a bird Hank Hill. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, for anybody that wants to see Bird Hank Hill, go. He was the one. He was the postal guy, and I think you yeah, have to, like do a the, job yeah. for it. So like a little mini game where you have to sort mail. Didn't do it. I I did the first so, two rounds, and then couldn't do the the last one. Man, that's the literally their job, dude. That's yeah. well, don't try and pawn it I off on it's me. To give I'm you, a hero. <laughs> I think it was supposed to give you a little side mini quest. Where cool. if you can do it, if you can do it fast enough, he then says, "Oh, hey, by the way, you're you're good enough to sort my mail. Can you go deliver this other thing?" And you, he basically gives you like a parcel, and there's a mailbox outside on the island, and you just go put it in the mailbox. I think that's it. That's guy's so lazy. <laughs> he has wings. This guy can fly. He's honestly more equipped for this like quest than you are. Yeah. But, at in general, uh, yeah. Imagine how easy the first dungeon would have been if you could fly. That guy is oh my lord, the laziest. There, there was terrible. there was something else. Um, because it's like a penguin. He's a bird, but he can't. He's not. He's choosing not to fly. Terrible. Oh, real, real quick, back to back to our 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 friend friendly friendly neighborhood boat. Um, yeah. Sorry. So this this game, no, it's it's related to the bird island. So when you you get on the boat for the first time, and then you, when you finally get in the direction of where you're supposed to go to the next island, we'll call it I don't know bird island it was like roost something yeah, it was bird. that was definitely a yeah, bird, bird island. island for sure 10 out of 10 the the game says oh by the way when you land on this island you're probably it was the game's way of saying you're gonna need this item but you get the item the wind waker which yeah which which two things real quick before i knew that we were going to do this game i thought it was the wind walker fun fun okay, thing cool. i also didn't know that the wind waker was an item and the wind waker is an item and for those that don't know it's the most obvious item you could possibly think of. It's a uh, what would you call it? It's um, it's the thing. This little stick, a direct uh, music yeah. composer. It's stick a or it's a composer's it's uh, a stick. Um, what is that? What is that called? I actually need to find out what this is called. Uh, it's called a baton. Is it a baton? So it's it's like a conductor, a, 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 conductor a, a composer's a conductor's baton. <laughs> So it's also known as like cudgel, mace, nightstick, rod, truncheon, and a wand. <laughs> and I, I just I was so confused. I didn't know that there was going to be a musical element to this game. I didn't know that was an item. Yeah. It was very surprising because I I didn't know. Yeah, this wasn't Legend of Zelda Cudgel of Wind, <laughs> Ocarina of Time. Yeah, I don't. I I guess that was like I don't know if they were like really piggybacking hard off the Ocarina thing from the last gen. Maybe that would they loved it. I don't know. Maybe that's just a Zelda thing, too. I don't yeah. know. So it just so happens that the random boat that you befriend is like, hey. Oh, by the way, I have this extremely powerful, we'll say magical, maybe, item yeah. that, oh, you know, if you need it, you know, maybe you could use it. And sure you enough. bet that'll never come up again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sure enough, you end up needing it. Um, the whole The whole mechanic is it. It helps you like tune in to this like uh, godly magical force uh, that 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 the gods help you in in certain ways. So you have to invoke. I think the god of the wind is the first one, right? So yeah, that was the other thing I had to look up because I was I was fully stumped on what the hell to do because I I I did all my I did all my mail sorting and I talked to people that didn't want to be talked to and I was like, okay, what do I do now? And right. that was that was it. Yeah, and then again, you don't really use that for a long time. Yeah. Did you use it? 
did you actually so okay you, you get all these mail you do the mail quest uh you 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 do all that you um then you have to throw this girl up onto a ledge right yep. now did you did you use did you use did you know that you use the stick to do that i think the the cudgel yeah to the the cudgel uh, to to progress into that level you had yeah. to use you had to go like it was it was uh, off the beach there was this little stone and you had to like basically activate its powers to progress the what? the story yeah like i i i hit up i hit a point where i could not continue um i don't remember that yeah so I, I was sitting i was sitting there playing it and i was like okay i'm i'm stuck i'm running around in circles i i got my phone out looked it up and it's like oh yeah you have to go activate the wind god's power so you can like i, f- I forget what it was exactly but it basically it it did a thing to where i could go and and uh throw her off the the thing or whatever oh yeah yeah i remember that yeah. but i actually didn't use it there i saw that you needed to uh, spoiler i had to use a guide actually yeah. because i was having such a hard time throwing her but apparently you can just throw her on the ledge without you using the um the the conductor's baton yeah okay yeah so so, so after after you initially use it off the beach with that stone with the little you know up like yeah up, left down right after that i never used it so when i when i threw her i i realized i was too close so I kept throwing her. And she yeah, you have to stand it. back on that ledge, yeah, right? Yeah, so I had to go back for it. And then that's, yeah. I never used it after that. Honestly, this goes right back to what I said earlier. Those bird people are way more equipped for this quest than uh, than Zel- Link ever could be. Of course. I beat that girl senseless throwing her into the... I did, I'm not kidding, man. I know I'm not good at video games, and I. but, dude, that girl is to even still be alive and talking after what she went through. Just the, like... The amount of times I just bludgeoned her into a wall on accident. Yeah, it it the the story reason was like, oh, we're we're too busy to deal with whatever's going. We're too busy to deal with the world ending. Yeah, it, it was it was very, we're very busy. Crazy. We're way too busy. Also, can you do my job for me? Exactly. Sort the mail and deliver it. I'm too busy. Can't do it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I'm not impressed with. I, I think bird people would be way better in real life oh, for sure. than they were in I, this game. I believe, because uh, I was getting, I, I think I played about three and a half hours of this, and I'm still only at, to Bird Island. Yeah. And I Ro- got... Roost. Dragon's Roost. Dragon's Roost. I think is what it yeah, was. I got almost to the top. I, I believe yeah. I believe I dealt with the, the the angry dragon up at the top. I, I dealt with him, and I was on my on my trek back. You saw him up there, yeah. Yeah, I, I, got, okay. I got all the way to him. I got all the way. I, I took care of it. He was happy. And then we were basically having to trek back down the mountain. And he was happy. He, no, he like, like he, <laughs> what this, the story you, you get up there, you do a thing. Yeah. Whatever resolves itself for that scene. And then did you fight the boss? I believe I fought the boss. And then I come the boss, the giant centipede. Uh, oh Lord. I, I, I'm yeah, no. with some couldn't have. Then maybe, maybe not. I, th- I believe I got pretty yeah. high up, and then it was basically on the trek back down the mountain. But I was having to go back. I was having to go like into the dungeon more. You get a grappling hook. Yeah, I got right? I got the grappling hook. Okay. Yeah. 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 So the the way this the te- the way the story unfolds, you get the grappling hook. You meet the dragon. You see that he's under a large amount of distress. He's trying to have a bowel movement. Can't get it out. You have to go down into the toilet and help him. <laughs> Use the grappling hook and you go through like a very big, like lava filled dungeon 
with this grappling hook and um yes yes that's what it was so yeah. the yeah, the things coming out like uh uh like like ragnaros like out of the out of the lava and all that right from 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 world of warcraft um there's a giant yeah, yeah. there's a giant centipede yeah he's coming out yes and i think that's where i died because me too because I, I i realized that you had to like poke the the dragon's butt or whatever with the grappling hook and i kept getting hit before i could do it yeah and then i hit my you know like three and a half four hour mark and i'm like all right guys i think that's enough it enough is enough <laughs> yeah i actually okay so yeah the whole dungeon man it was cool it was fine it was very standard zelda affair the camera stuff especially with the boss was very difficult to deal with especially with 30 years of playing games and having the camera horizontal yep I looked up. Did you use a you, you looked things up? Did you use a guide for any of this? Uh, the only two things I looked up were the sail and the uh, okay. what how to use the wind waker. Very financially wise of you not to just buy things that the guy wouldn't tell you what you're getting. That's, <laughs> okay, so I yeah, so I looked up a little bit of a guide, especially um, there was a part where you had to throw a bomb to make a platform fall. Do you recall that? You like throw a bomb in an urn on a wall and it knocks the platform down. Yes. So I watched, I had to watch a guide because I just couldn't get, I couldn't, I don't know. It just seemed impossible to throw it. That's when I found out that the character auto jumps. Did you like, oh, I thought you had to jump every yeah, time. Yeah, I found that out way too late. <laughs> yeah, same. So I found that out because I watched somebody playing the game. Now I watched them playing the Wii U version of the game. Mm -hmm. And they were having the same problems with the camera and stuff. Like you could tell they were just fighting the camera the whole time. Right. Even with the lock on function, you go to lock on, and it would like fail to like lock on to the thing. It would like you know, right. there's one enemy on the screen. If you hit the lock on button, it, and it would still have an issue with that. I don't understand why or how, but yeah, I just thought it was interesting that, that like, you know, the Wii U version still had a camera problem. Yeah, and the boss was made very difficult because the the camera was tough, and that's pretty much how far I got. I. I got to, I knocked the boss's hull of his shell off, and then I just, I happened to die, and then it put me at the beginning of the dungeon again. Yep, that's, yeah, that, that's when I really looked at the clock, and I'm like, all right, I don't want to, I don't want to go through that again. Because yeah. it, it doesn't put you, I don't think it puts you all the way at the back, but it puts you a good distance back. Like, you, you had gone through a lot of stuff to get to that point, yeah. the boss wasn't like, hmm. Yeah, but I guess, like, you don't have to go, you know, you already still have the grappling hook, so you don't have to, like, right. go get it again. You can kind of just shortcut to it. Right. That was kind of enough for me. I feel like that was where I was like, okay, I'm not, I know, sorry, I didn't beat the game, but it's a Zelda game. I feel like I kind of, yeah. Yeah. Um, well. That was enough for me. If you put me back at the beginning of a dungeon, I'm probably going to, and especially, like, I think... I had to stop playing too, so I came back to it like a couple days later or something. I had already kind of wiped my memory of like where I was and how to get, how to navigate the place. Yep. So yeah, it yeah. definitely definitely made me what I was saying before. It made me appreciate newer games and auto saves. Just, yeah. I mean, I mean, how I, I it, it is it is mid April twenty twenty three right now. My wife and I have been playing through. Hogwarts Legacy, and that thing saves every like five seconds. Like it's the the games nowadays that knows that it's frustrating trying to go back and redo stuff. But those older games didn't have automatic saves. Some of them didn't have saves at all. It definitely felt like some of these older retro ones. It was basically just how far can you go this time, and then you keep trying over again, over and over and over. Yeah. 
and this this wasn't any different with it had it had some story in there but it definitely was still you're gonna have to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying yeah and that's kind of that that's go both good and bad i feel like it kind of artificially adds a little bit of like take play time to the games but now they just they boost it with dialogue yep auto save and dialogue um okay so yeah the enemies that were in there did you i just wanted to mention there was like the smaller centipede enemy and there were like it's kind of cool there were timed attacks on it yes if you waited for it to strike you would one shot it i thought that was pretty cool because they teach you when you fight when the guy's teaching how to do you can kind of like you know it had there it he taught you about the timed attacks I thought that was cool. Yeah. I liked that. That Those got me a couple times. Parrying, I think it was like a form of parrying he taught you. Right. All the base level enemies, not the bosses, because those all have their own mechanics and stuff. Yeah. All, all the all the enemies that we that we encountered, I, I I thought they were good. Yeah, I like the enemies. They're classic. It's a Zelda game. They they use a lot of the same enemies, but they change it up a little bit, at, you know, from each iteration. I did like the Fire Centipede boss. I thought it was really cool looking, very ominous. Why, how was it there? Why was it? Why were all these enemies in this place that you couldn't even access? I don't know. Yeah, that that is something that fantasy has an issue with. That I think newer games and newer designers and, and developers are starting to become aware of it. Mm-hmm. That if you if you have a dungeon or, uh, or 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 a locked away thing, why are these things that you've been seeing out in the real world or out in the in the in the open world? Why are they in there? If if you have if you're in a place that you can't get to, why are there things in there? Right. If the monsters are there, do they make sense to be there? To me, they didn't. No. Yeah. So I, I because they were like yeah they were uh they, this was like a uh, this is a, the dragon's roost this is like there's literally a dragon on one end of it and a town full of people on the other mm-hmm. did they just march in a bunch of centipedes and stuff exactly like past all these very very busy birdmen. Yeah, it, probably not. I, I think this is kind of where one. I also have to remember that this, in all honesty, it was it was marketed to children, so it doesn't have to make all the sense in the world. Yeah, I guess. You know, I don't know. But, but and, I, and I think nowadays, like the games that we're that we're getting into now, they know they're they're going to market it to not just children. They're they, you know they they can market yeah. a game God of War. They can market it to adults. That's who it's for mostly, right? Sure. Your your. Yeah. Uh, teenager and on right it's not it's not marketed to my seven-year-old so this game back in the early 2000s this would have been marketed towards my potentially my seven-year-old you know a 10-year-old or something so it doesn't have right. to make the most sense yeah because because this is this is one of my comments when you get a glimpse of ganon for the first time it to me it had a feeling of like oh yeah there's this really super big bad dude that's just there it's like, yeah, he's bad. And that's that's the entry you get to him. That's kind of every Zelda game. Maybe they just assume that you know that there's like a bad dude coming. But it was, you know, it's it's like you you and and the reaction I that I feel like that the your character gets was, oh, who's that? Was, okay, yeah. if he's such a super big bad dude, then why did I oversleep today? Why did you oversleep? Why how did you not know about it? So you you got this this world in in Wind Waker where it's all these little closed off islands. But when you, right when you step away from your island, like the bird people, they know all about the stuff. And the uh, the bird people are the ones that, you know, do the mail. And they're like the people that connect all these other places outside of people uh, boating. But none of this info gets passed around from place to place. It was, it was, just, yeah. it was just a weird thing. Well, inconsistencies. But again, it's not made to make sense for, for you know, 
30 something year olds doing a podcast in 2023 right so it was made to be fun for children yeah and it will i mean i feel like for a kid this would be very fun oh for really. sure my my son uh actually I, one of the times i was playing uh over the weekend oh, trying yeah? to figure out That's the controls just... he he would come up and he would watch me for a couple minutes yeah he, he, he liked it but but again it's it's bright colors and a game he's never seen before yeah. you know daddy's playing yeah. it, so he wants to see what daddy's doing and, and all that so yeah i'm i'm, I'm hoping quick tangent i'm hoping that when we get to some of these games, if they're appropriate, I can have him play with me a little bit. So that'd be, that'd be pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, that would be cool. They can kind of get, he could maybe, maybe you could ask him what he thought. Oh, for sure. You know, so you could get somebody who's not jaded, <laughs> <laughs> get a little bit of a, somebody who doesn't have, like, that's not, like, has a sore back while they're playing. <laughs> I go into his room at like two in the morning. He's sitting there playing, smoking a cigarette. Like, I'm trying to beat Gannon. <laughs> I've almost got I've almost got Gannon Daddy. I almost got him. <laughs> it's like I, I know I gotta work in the morning, but it's gotta beat Gannon. Okay, so yeah, I feel like that's kind of the discussion of the game. I feel like we've kind of covered everything about like our experience with it. Do you wanna kinda of move on to discussing like, you know, the overall I feel like we hated it. <laughs> I sorry. I, I'm I'm not gonna say, hey guys, don't don't play this game. The little I know about Zelda games is from you know the the little clips online of what I see people playing for Breath yeah. of the Wild or people just talking about it in those gaming spaces. So I know the unbelievably basic sense of Zelda, and it was a fun game. It had difficult controls, but it didn't. <laughs> it, it is, you know, it did. It didn't take it. It wouldn't make me say no. I won't ever suggest anybody play it. Will I play it again? No. <laughs> but I'd say if you if you want to experience an old Zelda game and you've never played it before, give it give it a try. Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm kind of in the same boat for the most part. I think if you like Zelda games, this is your 10 out of 10. If you're a Zelda guy, I feel like this is probably best case scenario from the, the little bit I've touched down on other games. If you like the 3D era of Zelda, the graphics of the game are great it's the sweet spot just like the dialogue i said it's the sweet spot of graphics it's cartoony enough but it looks it'll never not look good because it's drawn in that or it's you know made in the style where that's the way it's supposed to look if you compare it to other games at the time period on other consoles god of war it looks hazy or blocky some of the enemies just like they look that you know they just don't look as good it's timeless it's a perfect art style great looking game it's just i don't think it's for me but oddly enough i i i wish i played it when it came out i wish i had a gamecube as a kid and i could have played it i feel like it was a perfect summertime spring game it would have been i would have loved to like have a little zelda action figure and play in the swimming pool or something like that you know but for sure as an adult I just—it's hard. I don't know. I'm I'm siding with Gannon on this one. Probably. <laughs> I I do I I do think uh, to to jump in. I do think if I was to go back and play it, I may play the what was it the the Genesis had uh, or no the Wii U excuse me the Wii U <laughs> they had they had re-released it. So I wonder if that would make yeah. any difference in in a, in a yeah it'd be cool. I, I I'd like to I wish I could compare the two of them, but I'm not going to get two copies of the same game and run through everything it would have i think that would have been maybe that's the definitive that might possibly be the definitive way to play it if you like zelda it's probably a 10 out of 10 game um if you're like super into it but yeah not not necessarily it's weird though i'm saying all this and i feel like i'm trashing the game but in some ways i kind of want to play it still i don't know i don't know if it's just like i feel like i need to keep going or or what 
it was i feel like it's a good game it just maybe maybe i can recognize it's a good game it's just not for me yeah no, I, I think the controls really make it hard to want to jump back in for me because um, just, just the camera alone, I mean, it defaults yeah. to that weird inverted horizontal axis and the camera will follow you, but it's not following you well enough. So, I mean, uh, little tweaks there just just for like ease of play would go miles. But story wise and and the the the, the Zelda esque feeling is, is definitely there. I think maybe Breath of the Wild in this game are probably like at the top of most people's list more than likely maybe the wii u dude if the wii u had motion controls that would be not the definitive edition the definitive edition if you have motion because <laughs> that was big with wii u and Wii was motion controls i don't think anybody would like that yeah because i i know there was a there's a there's a zelda game on the wii that my wife had played but i cannot to the life of me think of which one it is right now okay next week we're gonna be doing aladdin yes going all the way back to the Super Nintendo Sega Genesis era and going to be a street rat. We're going to be a street rat. Time. Yeah, we, we went with, um, of course, a 20-year-old game this week, and we're going to go back 10 years further to yeah. 1993 for some good old Aladdin magic. Yeah, and then the, <laughs> the week following that, we're going to go to actual ping pong. There it is. We're going to Vietnam, guys. Hey, thanks so much for listening. That wraps up our discussion of Legend of Zelda The Wind Waker. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know with a thumbs up, a comment, or sharing with your friends and family. If you're able to do so, play along with us. We'll post upcoming games to our socials and what games are up next at the end of each episode. This has been 321 Backlog by Alec L. and James T. Our show music is Liftoff by Amy Waters. You can find this song and more of their work at amywaters.bandcamp.com. You can connect with us on any of our social media pages and by sending us an email at 321backlog at gmail.com. Until next time.